Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Welcome to the Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Brought to you live from AMP.TV, AAMP.TV. And thanks for listening on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB Talk 1490. Follow the show on Twitter at The Sports Angle, where we live tweet every show. Here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. Back here of the year. This is an award that goes out to the best basketball player in the world. However, over the past two decades, there has been controversy around this award. There has been a ginormous debate over the award's authenticity. The past two decades, it seems like a popularity contest as opposed to the actual winner going to the right person. LeBron James has won this award eight times in the past 20 years. And I'm going to read off every single winner of this of this award. However, I'm going to state that there's a certain four-letter network out there that seems to have a bias towards this award. More importantly, there have only been two women who have won this award in their entire history. Now, I'm not going to make this that gushing. It's just a footnote to say for now. There has been players like Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, Mike Jordan at his point of his peak. There were times that he did not win the award and somebody else did when he was clearly the best player. It seems to be award most popular player in basketball. Not what it actually represents, which is best basketball player in the world. The official terminology of this award, and for people who are listening, you need to understand this. The definition of it is this award goes to the basketball player who performed at the best peak performance during that year. 
Now, I probably left two or three words out of that because I'm not reading it off of off off a of screen. You can pretty much tell what this award is trying to say that the best basketball player of the year goes to popular player of the year. In the modern day in 2020 with this award potentially going to pop up again because they start this award in June. Okay, in June they give out all these awards to all these different sports. Okay, basketball, football, you might know what this award is. I'm not going to say the four-letter name because then I'm technically giving credit to who it is. But this award show is the best basketball player of the year, the best athlete of the year, the best football player of the year. The problem I have with this award and the problem that you should have with it is that the term best of the year really means the most popular of the year. People who are listening right now on AMP TV, double A-M-P dot TV, K-I-O-F 97.9 FM, and Talk 1490 W-I-R-B, you can join in on the conversation on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at The Sports Angle. You let me know, is this correct? The best basketball player of the year is essentially that four-letter network's way of letting you know that it is the most popular Accurate. Is my angle, my point, true? Is there some truth to this? Essentially, it's not the best basketball player of the year with LeBron James winning it eight freaking times. It is the most popular basketball player of the year. Because it's a problem that I really do think is should be addressed. That, no, LeBron James hasn't been the best basketball player of the year eight times. He hasn't won the MVP eight times. He hasn't won the NBA Finals eight times. Kawhi Leonard deserves the best basketball player of the year. Pascal Siakam deserves Russell Westbrook, even though I don't like his style, he has deserved it in the past. Chris Paul at one point deserved recognition. Kevin, Kevin Durant at one point, should have gotten. But they're not the most popular player in the NBA. They're not the most popular basketball player. This is what I'm trying to tell you. And I'm not saying this to you. I'm not saying this at you. I'm saying this to you. That you should be on the same page. That if you're man, and if you want this a, a genuine representation of basketball it should be the best basketball player of the year not the most popular basketball player of the year what do you think is this some truth put into this i think so i mean it's one of those things that 
they make it such an ambiguous title anyway, best of the year or greatest of the year or or who did this in the year? Oh, the fam favorite of the They make it such an ambiguous title that they could just give it to anybody that that they feel like like they can. Now, it's titles like most improved or um highest record or most triple doubles like those are the yeah. awards that that i would like to see because they're more specific they aren't a popularity contest they're not a um i don't the know they're not exactly the best but it's 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 not about uh, uh who's being voted and doing everything there's they're actual numbers and statistics to go back on these awards my opinion for the person who just said this in the champ tv my angle i'm telling to you is that this category is not the best basketball player of the year it is the most popular basketball player of the year it is not an accurate representation of the award that is the angle i'm saying is that you need to give more credit to the best basketball players of the year the Kawhi leonard's the Russell Westbrooks, even though I don't like the way Russell Westbrook plays, he has been at one point the best basketball player of the year. And Kawhi Leonard was that last year. You can't deny it. Him beating the Golden State Warriors and him taking the Toronto Raptors, who at one point were one of the worst franchises in the NBA, to a championship. He doesn't deserve best basketball player of the year. When Russell Westbrook won MVP, and yes, he got all those triple doubles, who is a very underrated, under overrated stat, but when he was doing... One against LeBron James, and he was going up against all these people without because he was he was injured and with James Harden leaving you're telling me that he shouldn't have been best best basketball player of the year women's side too I brought I brought this up earlier in the segment there's only been two women that have won best basketball player of the year it's just something that you got to remind yourself with and that's why I think my, most my, improved or something like that might be the best option because you turn around with somebody who came into the league as a rookie and they had a rough start and then all of a sudden in their second or third year they, they've doubled their stats or, or gone higher than that. That would be a, a good award to give out. Exactly. Definitely. The most improved. And They've been trying to get around this by having multiple categories in one sport. No. If you're going to have the most popular basketball player of the year, then have the best basketball player of the year be above it. Because you should recognize the, the most popular. You should. But you shouldn't make the most popular the best player. It's a scenario that they have done it with baseball. It always ir it irritates me as a baseball fan that that four-letter network will give the most popular player 
the title of the best baseball player of their when there are other people who deserve it. They do it with football. They've done it with hockey. They do it every year. That network doesn't give best, most popular. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we'll be back after this. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Al Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. 
Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial. Available at Walmart. You're listening to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. And thanks for listening on KIOF 97.9 Las Vegas Public Radio.org and WIRB Talk 1490. Join the conversation right now on Twitter at The Sports Angle. Here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. Welcome back. Staying with one team has become nearly non-existent in sports anymore. And I understand there are going to be the old timers who are going to come out and say, well, yeah, but we move teams all the time. Oh, there used to be life lifers in sports. There used to at least be one or two that would play their entire career with a team. Or they would play nearly 90% of their career with one team. They didn't flip and they didn't swap every couple of years. But what happens when a player plays nearly a decade with one team, but then plays nearly a decade with another team? They play with two teams only, and they've played nearly 19 years with an even amount to both. If they go into the Hall of Fame, what who do they get retired by? And more importantly, in terms of a legacy standpoint, what are you going to remember them as? Because they played for two teams with almost an even amount of length. If Someone played 14 years, and they played eight with their first team and six with their second team. What would you remember them for? The first eight years or the last six years? Let's make this even more insane. Let's say a guy played 16 years exactly. Eight years with a first team and eight years with a second team. That's it. They go to Canton. They go to Cooperstown. What hat do they wear going into the Hall of Fame? Do they wear one of those customs that's half and half, where one side is the second team and one side is the first team? Do they have those hats that have both teams combined to the logo? Is both of them combined? Just think about this for a second. Because it's rare, but it does happen. There's a scenario right now where in the NFL, there's been an offensive lineman who has played nearly 20 years. However, he played 11 years with one team and nine years with the second team. So with him playing almost an even amount of time, and sorry, defense alignment, not offensive lineman, but as a lineman playing 11 years on one and nine years on the second, what hat does he go to when he eventually goes to the Hall of Fame? I'm saying eventually, because he will. What hat should he wear? Like, it's a question that you got to ask yourself. 
Like, what hat should he wear? Like, think about it. Does he wear the split one, or does he pick one that he had the most success with in terms of legacy? Really tough choice. Really tough decision you got to think about here. It's because if you pick one, the other one's going to be upset at you, and the fans are going to go, oh, why didn't you pick our team? Or if you pick the second team, the first team's going to go, oh, we had you for nearly a decade plus. That didn't mean anything. I, In the grand scheme of things, I understand what I'm saying to you is completely petty, and it should be meaningless in comparison to all of the first world problems we have in the world right now. But in the following upcoming years of the Hall of Fame, in terms of hockey, football, basketball, baseball, even auto racing has their own Hall of Fame. Where do you induct somebody that played almost an even amount of time with two separate franchises? Like, what would you do? If you were that player and you played 11 years with your first team and nine years with your second team, didn't play anywhere else, you go to Canton, you go to Cooperstown, what hat are you picking? When you're going to walk up to the podium and you have to make a choice, which one are you going to do? Well, let's look at careers. There's been a lot of people that spend their first uh, first half of their careers being superstars. You know, they, they win championships, they, uh, they make it to the big game, or at least they, they get to playoffs almost every single year with teams. Then they're traded or uh, their contracts up. They become a free agent. They, they move over. There's a, a plethora of different reasons why you move to another team. But a lot of times you move to another team because you were good at the first team. I mean, if you weren't good in the first team, then when you turn around and it's time for free agency, no one is excited to go and pick you up. So if your career was good and then... The other thing, statistically, your second team isn't usually your best performance either. There's not a lot of people that come into another side. So, um, so really, Rocco, what what is it? What's what's your idea? If I had, do you pick the good, the good team that you were with, or do you pick whoever you finished with? My opinion on this is very simple. Whatever team you had the most accolades with is the team that you're going to go into the Hall of Fame. Regardless of how many years you spent with Team A or Team B. Let's say in those nine years you had the most accolades and you had the most success with. Then you would go with them. In the scenario that I have brought up about the lineman who has played 11 years with Team A and nine years with Team B, he had the most success with team a the first team he was with that he got drafted to he had the most success he had the most pro bowls he had the most first team in terms of accolades now the second team he wasn't bad he wasn't bad on the west coast but he was a lot better playing in the midwest for the team that originally drafted him so he would most likely go to team a he will go into canton with that team that originally drafted him. But the dilemma that I'm trying to get to here is that if you are that team that is Team B, the team that was second that he played nine years with, 
would it be a disrespect kind of thing or would most fans get it? Because I understand fans' egos and fans are kind of fragile when it comes to this type of conversation of like, oh, this guy played for us. He needs to go into the Hall of Fame under us. There are discussions like that. I need to know from everyone who's listening right now. You're a player. You've played for two teams. I'm going to use an historical example because just to get this point across. Granted, he did play for, for one more team, but this is going to get my point across. Timu Solani. He was a hockey legend. Okay, He started his career in Winnipeg at the beginning. However, outside of that one random year, he spent half a season in San Jose. Timu Solani spent a majority of the back half of his career with the Anaheim Ducks. In fact, he retired at the end of his career with the Anaheim Ducks. He won a Stanley Cup Anaheim Ducks. He went to the Hall of Fame recently, and there was this huge He started his career in Winnipeg. He was there. However, he did win a cup with the Anaheim Ducks, and he did have the most impact in those late mid to late 2000s with the Anaheim Ducks. So what team should have he gone to in the Hall of Fame? There was this worldwide discussion with Timu Solani. And I think at the end, he did go with Anaheim. I do believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he did go in with Anaheim and not Winnipeg. But that's the historical example that I can remember of a player who played for two teams for X amount of seasons for a longevity, long-term type of deal and that is the team that most people remember them with. Look, dual recognitions in the Hall of Fame, it does happen every once in a while, but for the most part, having a dual recognition is rare. Okay, when you go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame's website, go to Cooperstown, the Hockey Hall of Fame Normally, their picture will pop up, and there will be one team. Okay, It will be a stock photo of them playing for said team, and that is the team that they got inducted with. Okay, They'll be wearing the jersey of a team they got inducted with. For anybody who has gone to the Pro Football Hall of Fame website, you will know what I'm talking about. When they have all the images, and you can scan through and click on a Hall of Famer's profile, well, that team... That is in that stock photo when you click on him. That's the team that he got inducted into. So just remember that, yes, the world has changed since single team recognition. But with these websites and with their bus and with all this, normally the team that they are most remembered for is the one you're going to see first. The team they got inducted with. This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rock O'Kelly. We'll be back after this.
Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. For the ones standing guard, for the eagle-eyed, for the knights in shining armor, and for all those who support them, we are Granger, your experienced safety partner, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, committed to helping keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com slash safety, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Out on the streets, that's where we 
Welcome back to The Sports Angle with your host, Rocco Kelly. Don't forget, you can always join the conversation at amp.tv, AAMP.tv, or on Twitter at The Sports Angle. Thanks for listening on WIRB and KIOF, and of course, anywhere you can get podcasts like Spotify and iHeartRadio. Heck, just tell your smart speaker to play The Sports Angle. Here's your host, Rocco Kelly. Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. Welcome back. Tennessee Titans have been very busy this offseason. Let me tell you why. Ryan Tannehill was signed to this massive $118 million contract extension to stay the quarterback out there in Tennessee. However, they did not want to pay a long-term deal to Derrick Henry, the reigning rushing leader in the NFL, the guy who the Tennessee Titans had him carry on their back to the AFC championship game. In my opinion, I understand that paying a quarterback is essential. However, when you have the leading rusher and one of the top running backs in the NFL on your roster, and you only give him a one-year franchise tender, doesn't that kind of say the wrong message? Wouldn't that be implying to Derrick Henry that, yes, even though you carried the team on your back, We're not going to pay you like we paid Ryan Tannehill, who for one game threw less than 15 passes and still got thanks to Derrick Henry. The rest of the Tennessee Titans now has to be questioning the decision-making of the general manager and of the ownership at hand. Derrick Henry is the face of their franchise. There's no mistake about it, okay? You got Tannehill... You got A.J. Brown. Delaney Walker is still there. Some of your offensive line, like Tyler Tyler Lewan, is there. However, you have to understand that if they didn't have Derrick Henry, they wouldn't have gone that far in the playoffs last year. And in the future, Derrick Henry is going to lead that team for as long as his legs and his health keeps him there. Which... For a running back now is about two more years. Okay, normally when an NFL, an NFL running back hits their peak and they get their prime, that's about two years of where they'll be before their legs collapse in on them. At the most, it's a four-year span at most in the current era of the NFL that a running back will be at his prime. The Tennessee Titans should be taking advantage of this. But instead, they're giving him a franchise tender, only one year, with only a one-year deal, so that way they can pay him more money next year. But didn't the Tennessee Titans, shouldn't they have learned from the Minnesota Vikings? Shouldn't have they learned from these 
countless examples of NFL teams doing the same thing, you realize that the Minnesota Vikings with Adrian Peterson gave him that one-year franchise tender. He ran for a, like 1,200 yards, and they gave him this massive contract extension, and he immediately fell back down to earth. Same with Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram was going to have this one-year franchise tender. He goes out. He he gets over a thousand yards, and because of that, he goes to Baltimore, who pays him all this money, and the New Orleans Saints, because they only gave him a one-year deal, he didn't want to re-sign with them. Countless examples throughout history of the NFL are running backs who get these one-year deals, or they get contracts that they don't think is worth what they should be getting paid. So they will either go someplace else or they will perform way above expectations for that one more year, and then they will fall completely back to where they were after they get that money. Now, Rocco, doesn't that happen to a lot of positions? You are correct. However, what I'm saying to you and to everyone who's listening right now is that the Titans only giving Derrick Henry a one-year deal is a bad idea because... This, this upcoming year, Derrick Henry is going to perform like Derrick Henry. 1,400 yards, just as a prediction. 1,400 yards. He's probably going to run for 15 touchdowns. He will be a monster. And because of that, the Titans will open the vault up for him and give him this five-year deal, thinking that he's worth it. And then the Titans will be extremely disappointed once again, in my opinion, they will be extremely disappointed when his stats start to go down. It happened with Adrian Peterson. It happened with Clinton Portis. It's happened with Larry Johnson. There's been so many examples of when a running back gets paid, their stats start to fall down because of it. It's like the one-year contract and their rookie contract was the motivation all along. It's, it's, what a concept. It's like that one-year tender gives them an extra motivation to start performing better, and then when they make that money, their motivation goes down. The possibility of a running back continuing to perform at an elite level is slim now, okay? Let me explain to you how an NFL running back essentially starts at this point. Okay, your first two seasons in the league, you're going to be a rookie. You're going to be young. You're not hitting your prime yet, okay? Then you're going to have about four years of being in your prime. So four years afterwards, your first and second season, you're starting out. Third, fourth, fifth, and sixth is when you are in your prime. But after that sixth season in the NFL, two things will happen. Either the elite running backs will have injury prone and they will start to become consistently injured and they will fall off and retire by, by the end of the decade. Or they will have maybe one or two more elite seasons and then their body will betray them. Running backs playing for a decade plus in the NFL has become extremely rare in the NFL now. Adrian Peterson 
has entered his 13th year in the NFL. And he was the third down running back for the Washington Redskins last year. He was not the starting running back. Remember that Adrian Peterson, after he hit the decade mark, was getting shopped around like he was nothing. Going to Arizona, going to New Orleans. Hey, you want a paycheck? Here you go. He wasn't the monster he was in Minnesota. Derrick Henry is entering year five. Okay, he was drafted in 2015, so five years later. Okay, so he is still in his prime. Okay, but the problem that I'm trying to tell everybody right now is that Derrick Henry could have a very similar resemblance to Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley has been six years in. He was drafted in 2014. He's been good. He's been a very good running back. However, you got to understand that with De- Todd Gurley six years in, he's already had injury problems. He's not the running back he was three years ago that was in his prime. My window is exactly where it should be. Is that for a running back, once you hit, Once you hit your fourth year, you are in your peak prime, okay? You hit year five, you're still in your prime, you're going to be a very consistent running back. But year four and year five is where teams will either give them that one-year tender or they will open the vault for them and massively overpay them. The Tennessee Titans, what they just did is going to set them back four or five years, in my opinion. It's going to set them four or five years back because they're going to open the vault for Derrick Henry after he has one more good season and he's entering his fifth year in the league, which is adding up to what I'm saying to you. But after his fifth year in the league, he's going to have all of these situations opening up. And then eventually, either he's going to start to slow down because of injuries or just because of the wear and tear of the league as a result you are going to go down in terms of speed, in terms of agility, in terms of all those categories. But but you're not understanding the problem. The person on the chat who just said this on AMP TV, double A-M-P dot TV, you are agreeing with me exactly. Yes, the only, this is why I only gave him one more year because he will be in year six next year. That's the problem. They're giving him that one-year deal so that when he does earn that massive extension, it will be for year six and then on forward. His four-year deal will expire by year nine, year 10, and he will most likely not be the same running back anymore. Answer me this for anyone who's listening right now. Outside of Adrian Peterson, name me a running back who is nearly a decade in who is at the same production level as they were in his prime. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly, and we'll be back after this. Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? 
Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is Sal Tuzzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and so we prove it every day. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Listening to the Sports Angle with your host Rocco Kelly. Thanks for listening on KIOF and WIRB. Join the conversation on Twitter right now at the Sports Angle. Here's Rocco Kelly. Baco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. Welcome back. Clubs from canceled leagues could be ineligible for Europe next season. The headline written, Yahoo Sports, going to give credit to who who, uh, wrote this. Now, leagues have been warned their clubs might not be eligible for European football next season 
if they canceled their competitions prematurely due to the coronavirus pandemic. It was announced recently that one of the top leagues in Europe, one of the top soccer leagues, is ending their season. Okay, Club Bruges was declared the national champion of that said league. However, that league did say in a a press conference that it was acting on advice from the government and public health experts in the country. A letter from the president of European governing body, the the UEFA, the European Club Association, and the European Leagues, grouped to national associations. Now, they said that cancellation should be a last resort and warn clubs from competition deemed to cancel prematurely to be barred from next season's Champions League. So the ramifications of all this is that normally with the Champions League and the Europa League, they get all of these clubs from these different leagues that are under them and the top from those leagues, the top three, top four, go to the Champions League. But if they cancel the competitions prematurely, it could cause the seeding and the placing of said teams to be prematurely done, okay? It will not allow the placing and the seeding to take place for next year. Now, in a quote... Since participation in the UEFA, club competitions is determined by the sport result achieved at the end of a full competition. A premature termination will cast doubt about said condition. They deserve the they reserve the right to assess the entitlement of clubs to be admitted into the 2020-2021 UEFA club competition. They said the pro league reported on Friday that in a conference call they had taken place with the UEFA, the national federal federal federation and their own representatives regarding the decision to cancel the season. They announced that in a call with the UEFA the giving you all the details here. Now here comes the most important question of them all. In Europe, they do the seeding in football completely different than we do it here in America. Okay? In fact, me describing all of this took almost the wind out of, wind out of me. However, answer yourself this. And in my opinion, why does the seeding and the placing of these teams, if it does get canceled or does it get postponed, why not use the results from last year? to make up the seeding for the 2020-2021 Champions League. Why not use the seeding and the placing from the most recent year and instead of using a season that got canceled and is not being taken place? I believe that that would be a better idea than essentially being ineligible for the Europa League and for the Champions League just because they did not complete a full season 
to get placed or to be put into a seating for the Champions League. Man, what do you think? For everybody who's listening right now on AMP TV, double A-M-P dot TV, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit, at the Sports Angle, and on Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, and Talk 1490, WIRB in South Alabama. I know it's a change from what we normally discuss here on the Sports Angle. We normally don't get into what happens across the pond over there in Europe, but it is an important discussion to have, is that these clubs could be considered ineligible by the UEFA for something that is out of their control. And in my opinion, it is something they should not do. They should use the season standings from the year before, or maybe, just maybe, here's an idea, How about you take all the teams that were in the Champions League in 2019-2020 and have all of them come back to 2020-2021? Essentially, you are locking in all of those teams, regardless if they actually had the season go the full way. Now, would that be a good idea, or or am I just going insane here? To essentially take the year before standings and had them be the lock-in for the seeding and the placing for this year. Because I think it's a good idea. More importantly, there has also been in an article that's been written here that a constructive meeting was allowed that allowed the football leaders to explain in detail the health and economic reasons for the recommendation issued recently by the board of directors and to challenge any approach that would consist in forcing a league to continue competing in the current state of health crisis of pain of not being able to participate in European competitions next season. See, this person has it right in this quote, but the UEFA is thinking of making all the teams who don't finish the season ineligible. For next year, which then deters the question, if all those said teams are ineligible, who competes in the Champions League? Okay, who is the person that decides which teams go in? And also, because the Champions League has about eight groups in it. Okay, you have four teams in each. That's 32 teams. How are you going to have a full 32-team roster when almost half of them are deemed ineligible. Explain to me that logic. Yes, it does sound reasonable. It is a concept that auto racing does as well. And like what is done in auto racing. And they should use that concept. But I don't like for the team's for the fans, and for the players, that they could be deemed ineligible for something that is out of their hands. Something that is out of their control and that they can't do anything about. Because these soccer players, yes, they get paid a lot of money, but they also do it because they want to win a championship. They want to win the Champions League. They want to win the Europa League. 
That is what they are aiming for. So the good news is, is that all the parties uh, in Europe are going to convene again within the week. Okay, the Pro League, the UEFA, all of them are going to meet together probably on a Zoom conference call just because of what's going on right now. But they will figure this all out. But you let me know. Let me know. If you are a fan of soccer, if you're one of the ones who tune in and you watch what's going on in Europe, are you upset by this? The fact that your favorite club or maybe a player that you like that's on said club could not be playing next year in Champions and Europa League? Because it seems like if the UEFA does what they are planning on doing, they are essentially getting rid of a lot of teams and making them ineligible because they could not finish the rest of the season. And in my opinion, that is unnecessary. You take the standings from the year before, you grab all 32 teams that were in the original Champions League last year and in the Europa League the year before, and you put them in it again because that would be best for what's going on right now instead of making a majority of them ineligible. What do you think? Because using last year to play starting lineup in NASCAR races, yeah, that's what they did. Exactly. Yes, if they did, if, if qualifying got rained out, or if there was a practice session that why they would use last year's points during the first five races to place the starting lineup. They would make sure that whoever was the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth in the standings the year before, they would be in front of the race going forward. And that is what they should do with this situation. Don't punish teams for what's going on during this pandemic. Don't do it. Instead, you do what they do in auto racing. Take the starting lineup. You use the last year's points, and they get locked into Champions League. They get locked in to the Europa League. Okay? That is what needs to happen. Because making about half of your teams ineligible is a very, very ill-advised decision. And over there in Europe, they shouldn't do it. Take the auto racing route and do what I'm saying. Take last year's standings, and that's how you do Champions League and the Europa League. You don't make them eligible. Because that's best for business. That is what would make over there in Europe the best possible outcome and scenario. And once again, I know there's people out here who might not watch what goes on in Europe. But it's still a very necessary and very important aspect of sports. Soccer is the most important in terms of popularity in sports around the entire world. It's the most watched sport. You've got tennis. You've got cricket. You have all of these different sports that are most popular around the world. But soccer is number one. So they, the UEFA 
the Pro League, and all of these teams are going to have to get this resorted, and you're going to have to get this sound out. And that is what they have to do. You let me know on social media if you feel the same way, at the Sports Angle. Right now, we're talking about how the UEFA League could penalize teams. This is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. Thanks to Sonar for helping me out. So long. See you next time. These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.